0: That uh, just because you got a People. nice car is am like, oh man, you got
1: the juice, you know. It's, it's something
0: like that me. kind of comes and goes sauce. The sauce is forever. People yeah. like games. That's fucking outstanding. What's up, what's up? And welcome to episode 66 of People Like Games. I'm Solo. And I'm Lilo. And you are tuned in, as per usual, to the best damn podcast in the gaming industry. Trademark, trademark, trademark. Pew, pew, let's go. So we have decided here at PLG to start using this, for lack of a better word, interspace between our intro and the plug walk to uh, do a little game talk uh outside of news or whatever you know preformed, mm, you know I content see, see. we got going and so at the behest of Lilo we have decided to call it what you playing baby and <laughs> the answer <laughs> for both of us is you. Kingdom Hearts 3
1: Kingdom Hearts 3 let's go oh man
0: wow so much fun so much to talk about but we're going to get to that, as we said before, in a major PLG duo game review, review sort of like we did with Reddit. Yeah. yeah. Now, without much further ado, yes, that's right. Oh, that's and oh. we're going to start it at the top, not with the socials, but with a little reminder that the good old folks are throwing a smash tournament smash to smash February 24th that's Sunday 5 p.m. in Huntington New York at repeal 18 30 new street look it up on eventbrite the links on our you know everywhere well speaking of where you can find some of those links uh you can find it on our Twitter, in our bio, basically everywhere. At People Like Games is a handle. You can find yeah. Lilo over at at Lilo PLG. You can P- find oh, Beezus you? over at PLG PLGBezus because I think last week I said BezosPLG. I keep getting it mixed up. It's one or the other, so my bad Bezos. I'm going <laughs> to remember it.
1: We need consistency,
0: but we don't have it. But we it don't have it. And <laughs> which, speaking of, you can find me at... A handle people like games. At, at people like games, <laughs> because speaking of, uh, I have not created an account just yet. It has been, you know, a process, as we've mentioned. Some, some sometime. Sometime. Trust the process. You know, I need to get over some the symptoms. psychological hump before I can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. But anywho, uh, I am actually going to be making it because in a little unfortunate news I was not able to uh, fully put together the data mining segment for our rabbit hole in a manner which would be befitting quality uh, in our opinion so we punted for a week and so because I punted next week alongside down in the rabbit hole with Solo on data mining you will also hear a Solo Twitter handle that's right I'm coming through twice to make up and so He's saying it it's He's happening putting it
1: out there. So Let hit us know. up
0: at people i games, make sure you keep you know, we little honest about this because I'm tired of him. <laughs> Next subject. <laughs> you can find <laughs> moving us moving on. Moving on. Uh, did someone call my name? Um, you can find the show over at Spotify which Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, soundcloud the usual i would say anchor anchor just got bought by spotify so you know shout out to them they were the reason that we were able to get on spotify so that's a quick plug anywho
1: hell yeah uh
0: and find the subreddit r backslash people like games that's about all i have for this now over to Lilo for a little bit of
1: the table of contents the talk baby all right, so during this talk and this particular episode, you're obviously getting the quick scope, which is the rundown of the news of this past week, the week of the 13th of February. We got Valentine's Day coming up on Thursday. Hope everyone's got some flowers, especially for your moms, man. Everyone has a mom. Give your mom some flowers, she deserves it, okay? Other than that, uh, we got the quick scope, a whole bunch of articles that we want to cover. Follow that by something, something, or an uh, solo, something, or another. Not something, something, or another. And uh, solo is, you know, it's going to be one thing or it's going to be something else. Who knows? Who knows? Follow that shit up with my spotlight, or this particular week, it'll well, actually it be a couple of game spotlights. Things you can look forward to. More on that later. And we're going to wrap that shit up with the final lap. We're going to talk at length, actually... Not about one topic, but about two cop topics. We we were debating between calling it A and B, between the boring subject and the exciting subject, or between the analysis and the commentary. But uh you get all
0: three. You're gonna get yeah, all three basically. when we discuss it. It will be so, very unstructured and
1: Unstructured, but fun. Should be informative it, too.
0: Yeah, right? should be. And, and 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 you know, at least they are extremely Unrelated. Now <laughs> on to quick <Quickscope. laughs> yeah. And from the top, below, like let, let's get let's it. Take it away.
1: Here. All right. Uh, this particular week, you know, Solo and I, uh, you know, we talked about what you're playing, baby. Right? It's not just KH three. In between, and in the in betweener's when you're getting too hot and heavy with the story in KH three, you need like a a quick a quick. You know competitive scene competitive game that's where apex legends comes in playing on playstation playing on uh pc myself new rumors coming out already this game was a surprise to everybody dropped by respawn it's fucking amazing it's so much fun well refined i definitely highly touted as a great great battle royale and just a great shooter and great game in general um, these guys over at Apex Legends though Apex update specifically this Twitter account have scraped through the Apex Legends code That was released with the game and they identified code that is going to introduce two new modes You're gonna get a solo hey yo and a duo mode that was honestly to be expected And so it was one of the first things that people noticed in the game if you play right now You'll understand that it's a team-based battle royale you're forced to jump with three people and then you can split off from there if you want to but everyone was like why don't you have singles and why don't you have duos why don't you have quads you know that's what Fortnite does that's what PUBG does that's what H1Z1 does like well Apex was different but they have plans in the works Apex update has provided that actually a snapshot of the uh, the actual code itself and they sh- see that like in the particular content of the codes you got two man squads solo, solo mode either way this is uh, bringing me to a different topic. That's not really surprising, but this is funny. I want to ask Solo. I was like, do you think Apex Update, the Twitter handle, is not Respawn, or do you think it's Respawn? It's got to be Respawn, right? Yeah, you think I it's mean, like their own internal for, for, people pretending?
0: For a company that did a surprise release, it wouldn't be shocking for them to run a social media campaign in
1: right, that manner. Not. Like It just makes sense. It'll Separately, no, I, I think... Man, honestly I <laughs> I think it's smart but separately I also just think highly touted the game the quality is phenomenal for a game that has just dropped without further notice right I didn't hear about anybody testing and the other thing I would say about the game is just like to keep a whole fucking company and the news under wraps that's insane I just wanted to point that out it's just insane that no one heard anything about it and then it dropped they did a live stream and then it was out it's like uh, wow
0: well um, you know, Keep it secret. Before before I get what too that too far into a, a response, or in my opinion, I guess I'm gonna flow this into our next story, which is Apex mm-hmm. Legends beating Fortnite on Twitch, getting you know almost 10 million gamers uh, mm-hmm. logged in within three days. I three days, th- right? I think they're they're up already to maybe almost probably a higher number by now. Who knows what the yeah. the total yeah, number are. is? They're hitting a million simultaneous. Even though there's a lot more gamers now, I think that speaks very much to what we thought Black Ops was going to be, which was gamers are desperately looking for an alternative to Fortnite because of are the sure? direction it's gone in. And lo and behold, a game with at least some potential comes out and everyone flocks over. Uh, that is cool. You know, I like it. I think as of now it, it has a limited lifespan i think its enjoyment is you know it's sort of like black ops you know in terms of having classes etc but we'll see if it lasts you know it's definitely a fun game don't get me wrong but the the fact is i'm just curious to see what it's i don't know pro Spain longevity is, is? What's this on? Yeah, no, any, I got you. They have Anthem you could coming have said out that too. Who's to say that they don't <laughs> just got Apex to be able to support Anthem? Oh no, I, I don't know. think so. It's EA. I, I they've done dumb things in the past, so.
1: I mean, it's a it's an individual studio. Respawn threw all their eggs into it, right? And it's following on from Titanfall One and Titanfall Two. In lieu of Titanfall Three, you're getting Apex Legends, which is a continuation of the story. I think it's a very sweet amalgamation of different genres and rather different shooters you see out there it's got Overwatch's classes um like solo said a little bit of black ops thrown in there in the art style and sort of the, the smoothness of movement but then you've also just got the battle royale scheme and i, I think it's it's clever it's smart all make it's the, map the number smaller. one thing
0: streaming on twitch So what make the map smaller
1: uh, i mean that can be can be a problem sometimes you land in a place and there's nobody else but hey you want to fight just land where everyone else is going okay land on the drop ship motherfucker yeah
0: but it, it's not bad it's enjoyable um and we i, gotta, saw, get you I saw we gotta get you a win one great tweet which was apex legends is a great way to find out if you are the fourth friend in the group and i thought that was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> that is actually very very clever but uh, on to our uh, next story here I like it. So, um,
1: all right, with this next article, uh, it's sort of a follow on to a theme that we enjoy talking about here. If you're ever wondering about the future of any industry in business, really, future what people are doing, just look up the uh, the patents and the trademarks that people are doing. In this particular instance, it is a trademark and it's trademarked by Square Enix. Square Enix has trademarked Parasite Eve in the UK following the same trademark that was filed in Europe back in November of 2018. So, Square Enix, as you know, is the developer of the beloved Kingdom Hearts 3, as we so dotingly speak about. Uh, But Parasite Eve, if you don't know, is actually a game that they released back in 1999, baby. Um, This, actually 1998, really. It was originally on PlayStation, and it was based off of a manga that was in Japan. It is written by Hideaki Sina. And it is the first of a video game series. There's three games in the series. Long story short, it seems like Square Enix is making a push to bring it back. You got the fucking remakes. And yeah, you think about Final Fantasy VII is what they're trying to do. And then you got this game they're, they're trying to do, I guess. You got a whole bunch of shit that Square Enix is trying to do. Not really sure. Uh, if you're a fan of the series, you get excited. But interesting that they didn't do anything in America yet. Curious about that. What do you think?
0: Huh? Uh, one, I'm glad they didn't roll your R. Hideakri. Uh, <laughs> Hideakri. <Italy. Hideaki>.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> I thought the same thing when I said his name, too. I was like, oh, shit. But he's, he's not Hideakri or something like that.
0: Yeah, he's zone Hideaki. in. But, uh. <laughs> Hironobu Saguchi. <laughs> but, uh, what do we have here? Um, I think very much so that they realize that remakes are going to serve them well, you know. Twitter had a little bit of a buzz for the Final Fantasy Eight sort of twentieth anniversary. I think it I think it's in their interest to re release them because they should just look at the way Disney is profiting off of it. Final Fantasy Eight or Final Fantasy Seven? Eight. Final Fantasy Eight? Yeah, had a twenty year anniversary Oh, shit. Oh, oh the other okay, day. Okay, I gotcha. yeah. And so um also, even though this episode comes out Completely unrelated. On February thirteenth, at the day of this recording, it is Abraham Lincoln's birthday. My favorite president, the goat. Shout out. He did have a sweet beard. I'll he did have that. a sweet beard. Some some might say that uh, we shared some traits.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, some.
0: Uh, now, I'm excited for Square Enix, uh, but R.I.P. SquareSoft, and we are going to. I suppose just jump into a story that should have uh, editorially been following Moved up, up the Apex Legends uh, stories. Fun. But whatever the case, what can you do? Send a letter to the editor. He does not read them. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fortnite uh, has responded Uh, to Apex to a degree so they have confirmed uh, that they're going to be making massive changes for the upcoming uh, 7.4 update and that doesn't surprise me and funny enough it makes a lot of the changes that popular streamers have been complaining about. Uh that includes planes, which apparently there's fucking planes in there. I haven't played for a long time and now there's planes that can crash into the structures, but now they can no longer damage the structures. Um yeah. now there's a zip line apparently
1: but oh, yeah there's been a zip line for a
0: little bit. Yeah. I don't know. The hand cannon has Damage has been uh, reduced, rocket launcher reload time, and they're even. So they're basically phasing out a lot of the things that popular streamers had been complaining about. And I think it's because yeah. when Black Ops came out, it wasn't really any sort of competition. But now that Apex has presented something noticeably uh, threatening to Fortnite, and that is that specifically the big streamers have turned over and you see how the ecosystem is sort of dominated by like 10 people you know Yep. 10 people decide to start playing apex legends and now it's a craze and mm-hmm. you know it also speaks to fortnite where look at who's playing fortnite on a continual regular basis it's kids under like 18 and professional streamers and people who play competitively for money does it yeah, that's a very segmented, specific market, and so now they're migrating over Apex Legends to, too. This, it's free the play. best bet, like I said, is to create a gaming option. You know how they do like those battle royale, whatever modes of the fifty v fifty. They need to yeah. do ones that bring back the settings for older seasons. Do a season two mode where everything is the same as season two, and to watch people flock to your shit like never before. Epic if you do that. I'm suing you the way you sue people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you're saying like go to vanilla mode. Yeah. But go they've to, only been out yeah. for like two years. So it's interesting to already drop back to the original settings, which is insane. It, it speaks to the turnover. If that's your idea and you think it's going to work, it speaks to the turnover that is in this industry right now. Yeah. Games coming out. They also made enough money off the game. So who fucking cares? Who cares? They'd Seriously. be like, ah, fuck it. We can go to the next thing. But, you Jesus know, you
0: gotta They got to carry it out forever. Because Dude, I
1: know. They're going to milk that
0: shit. Yeah, why not? Milk that shit.
1: All right. Speaking of milking and uh, moving on to the next article, we've got- <laughs> Speaking of
0: milking, but unrelated to milking.
1: <laughs> well, honestly, it, it's like uh, you think about staying power and how you have it. Well, um, we've got these games called MOBAs massive online battle arenas that I definitely grew up playing. These guys have some staying power, okay? We got Dota, and we got League of Legends. League of Legends is created by Riot Games and Riot is been dominating the esports market for a very long time now. And it's a staple in the industry and they make a lot of money and they have a lot of deals going on. There's a, uh, the league itself, the esports league is not without controversy and I think it's funny to bring it up because the league itself needs clarification on rules. What do I mean? Well, an issue came up a few days ago about creep blocking in the match with 100 Thieves versus Clutch Gaming, okay? What happened in this match? Well, quick explanation is that there's a game mechanic in which there are creep waves that move up your lane into the other creep waves of the other team, right? And Normally heroes are not supposed to interact your champions are not supposed to interact with those creeps because if they do You can delay them from getting to a certain spot in the lane Which means the other lane is forced to push further down into yours putting them out of position Okay, right understood this this has been a problem in the game for a while And so they created a fix and a workaround where halfway up the lane The minions would be ghosted, meaning they would just go through any objects and just make it all the way to the end, right? So in this particular case, there's a streamer who found out, uh, Adrian Riven, figured out when the actual ghosting ended and showed when you could actually interact with these minions. And in a live streamed LCS match with 100 Thieves, those guys on 100 Thieves were seen just fucking... (laughs) Blocking the minions which delayed the wave and affected essentially what was going on in that bottom lane Does this matter to you if you don't play League of Legends? No, but is it important to understand in the greater context? Yes, there are rules and the biggest thing to take from this article is that hundred thieves Coach was given clarification by Riot Games that this was okay whereas other coaches in the same league were given Direction by Riot to not do that and it was not okay and it's illegal and if it was If you were participating in this activity and You were manipulating creeps Then you would have to forfeit your fucking match So there's a clear disconnect in what one team was allowed to do and what other teams were allowed to do and that's a Subject that's been brought up by several teams in the LCS circuit. So they're currently looking for clarification from Riot and we're looking to see really what comes out of it. Apparently Riot has responded saying that you can't block a creep infinitely because that's possible if you you block them in between a tower or something like that, or against the wall, but you are allowed to influence where they go for the most part. And that's just strange, but also funny changes the outcome of the game, not the outcome, but changes the dynamics of the game for, for sure. And, uh, This is sort of just a sneak peek into what you're gonna expect in any eSport, really. There's gonna be these types of problems, and I think that uh, in this situation, you're just seeing it and hearing it first here, don't forget, but eSports, like all sports, will have and require clarification on the rules in the future.
0: Solo? I agree, I think the most curious part of that uh, entire story is how certain team or one team was given a guidance, basically Ryan admitted that they gave different teams different set of guidances where they told one person specifically, yes, you can do this and then sent out a memo to the entirety Mm -hmm. of all the teams saying, Hey, you can't do these two things. So Mm -hmm. that means when that was Mm -hmm. sent out, that one team, over at Hundred Thieves knew that they were allowed to still do that, so they could just actually ignore it. So that's sort of how insider information works in stock market, you know, manipulation cases. And so that's uh, it, it, I like
1: it, where you compared it to. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, it, it, it's it's just a, it's a it's a fair analogy because that it, it's a little bit uh it's unfair, and so there should. You can't dock a league itself, can't punch itself, but that is definitely questionable. And uh, what can you do? We'll see what happens moving forward. I'm sure some sort of resolution should be reached, but what power do the teams really have to address something like that? The answer is none. Union, you need that union. No, no, even the teams, even the teams, what are the teams going to the unionize themselves? The actual owners, et They have no right. leverage.
1: What They're is it? Completely our beholden owners, to riot. But... In that sense. Honestly, you just you got to start something. What yeah. can you do?
0: Anywho, on to our next story, which is actually quite serious. FIFA 19 has decided to remove Ronaldo from its covers moving forward, oh, shit. Uh, I didn't and know that. from all promotional material. Uh, related to an accusation of rape that occurred towards the end of last year they have you know if you're not familiar he transferred to Juventus and uh, was on the cover of the game in the jersey and the allegations are actually pretty serious and have you know again some potential serious consequences to them and you know truth potential truth to them as it stands right now i'm not gonna say one way or the other um but anyway uh that means they have decided to add three players and i'm not gonna lie the new cover is pretty nice it has neymar dubala and de (laughs) bruyne On it, and and it has a Kevin nice little '80s brain. like. He's
1: so nasty! Oh my god, he's so yeah, It has good. like a
0: nice '80s so glow good. to it. I like it. I have not glow. played FIFA 19 so in a very long time. Its initial form was god awful, so I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna boot it back up and see what it's going on. And if it's good, we'll get Lilo going, and then we're gonna start streaming me whipping on Lilo <laughs> and FIFA 19, same way I do in Smash. Ooh. Ooh.
1: No. Yeah, no, Speaking words. of half price, FIFA 19, half price on Switch. Check it out. And, uh, no, that's where you
0: want to go. No one's we can playing on Switch, man. Step up and no get on PlayStation. On Shout out, out to Beezus for joining ass. the Sony family. On we love you, Microsoft, Switch.
1: though. Oh, well, I like it. Okay. I like Segue. It. Segway, segway, segway. 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 All right. Um, in fun news that we did cover a long, long time ago, and this is just and fruition. A far, far away. Um, this is... Ahead of the curve. This is us being being very, very smart about what we do and why we do it. Uh, It's good. Yeah, it's a good story. (sighs) We got news news about another esports league. Something that you may want to hear about in the future. You could participate in, hypothetically, March March
0: March 10th. Teaser alert. Teaser alert.
1: Don't worry about it. Um, Psyonix and the E League have signed a Rocket League TV ad sales and event deal. And This is kind of big news because we spoke about it before Rocket League is the first of its nature to Debut on the live screen when I say that I mean it's gonna be on TBS and this is a deal made in with E-League E-League TV, it's gonna feature two Rocket League Championship Series seasons starting in 2019 later now in 2019 and uh, it's actually gonna go to the next season too in 2020 so Oh, there's a lot of other details associated with this, but it's the RLCS season seven. It starts in April and the future season eight is going to follow. It's going to cover, obviously, the league itself and the big stories within the league, as well as behind the scenes stories from each season. It's going to debut on TBS, and there's going to be lots of ads and sponsorships going along with this. This is huge news for esports. This is huge news, I think. Don't get me wrong, they, they debut a whole bunch of Rocket League, not not Rocket League, sorry, uh, other esports stuff. You obviously have Overwatch on Twitch and shit like that. You have Riot um, debuting all of those <sighs> LCS games in the um, uh, what uh you call it? On ESPN, but like TBS, It's just cable, man. Like, you can fucking watch it on cable, which is insane. So you're going to see Rocket League on TBS. What a time to be alive, baby. What a fucking time to be alive. A lot of money. A lot of good deals. Fucking awesome. Happy for Rocket League. And again, March 10th. March 10th. March 10th. Just be on the lookout, okay? Just yeah, March be that. on March the 10. motherfucking lookout.
0: Teasers. There you but- go. But... Definitely uh, a game I need to get back into and that I've not played in a long time. so much fun. I'll get around to it eventually. It's
1: Honestly, it's free on PlayStation, so if you want to, you can download it right now.
0: Oh, really? It's
1: free. Man. I it's free it on, on PlayStation,
0: I paid $20 for it. I refuse to.
1: There you go. I have it on Switch and on PC, and I paid $20 for it on each of them. I'm so dumb. I, I paid 60 bucks for a $20 game. <laughs> But I also have it on PlayStation. I've had four consoles, baby. Yeah. I'm a dedicated Rocket League fan. Don't for talk he me. refused to get
0: <laughs> Xbox Live because Microsoft send us Xbox Live because Leo refused to get it.
1: Dude, I had I had three years. That's that's what we could. That's the thing. That's it, right there. Yeah, you can do
0: it. We yeah. can get that. We get that. We get that away. for us. We got some Xbox Live out here. But anyway, mm-hmm. on to our next story here. Thoroughly unrelated, but. <laughs> Extremely interesting, anywho, and that is that Unity Technologies is debating going public in 2020. That is a very interesting idea, and it would be a very valuable concept. Uh, According to its website, it has uh, or games created with unity which is a game development uh language software uh yeah we've spoken about it was downloaded 24 billion times in the last year uh which Holy is very shit. serious and according to them unity believes she that, that people what allowing the investors to be part of the company will allow them to see part of the growth of the gaming industry and allow them to fuel the ability to create more titles to just sort of Profit more from that growth and it makes sense unity is a very core language in the industry uh, you know moving forward we're definitely going to Find time to be able to dive in depth on some of these languages and get more into the game development and technical aspects of it whereas we've been more business friendly now we're switching to a little bit more gaming friendly while balancing that and then we're gonna roll it all up with the tech side so if you're one of those you know tech geeks and you're like hey get get into the gritty the show sucks well 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 sir or madam or person (laughs) or peoples (laughs) you'll be surprised you'll be surprised eventually
1: (laughs) actually can I sidebar real fast Uh, I would say that it's funny you say that i actually just bought a course on udemy udemy shout out unofficial sponsorship under unofficial spotlight uh udemy is a website that has reputable individuals create courses for you to learn any subject really that you want to and in this particular case udemy was hosting not hosting uh there was a sale on unity fucking gaming and i did that shit so um I bought that for $12 and right now all these courses are $12 I also did a board game creation one as well as other game ones and yeah check it out if you want to learn more about gaming. All right if you want to learn more about gaming and games in general or about what to play and really if you're one of those people who want to know what your friends are playing and what other people in the world are playing we got a new feature for you. Or what and they this want something... to be
0: playing even.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, what do they want to be playing. Didn't I say that? Did I not say that? Yeah. I mean, what they want to be playing, if it's interesting to you, you have a feature to check out what other people want to be playing. And this is weird because we just happened to randomly find this, but uh, Steam has a whole bunch of features on it. You can check out. I covered before, you can check out what your friends are doing. You can check out what games they have on their lists and what they're playing, how many hours they played, that kind of stuff. It's kind of cool to see that. You can also check out what the most wish listed games in the industry are. And that's actually really fucking cool. You can see what the public, the general consensus has as the most hyped games for the future. In this particular case, uh, there's a steam chart for wish lists of all future games. And uh, yeah, a guy named Simon, Carlos It's not careless, but it's Simon Carless. Uh, just kind of posted it, and it was something that we picked up on on the tweetus on the tweets. Store.steampower.com, you can see this wish list. The top game right now is Sirico Shadows Dies Twice, followed by Resident Evil 2, and then you got Metro Exodus coming out, Devil May Cry. These are all games that people want to have, wish to have, and if you're one of those individuals who wants to know what the next big game is gonna be, well, check it out. Most of these are gonna be 60 bucks though, so get ready to fork up a lot of money.
0: Yes that is correct but it is curious and Valve bring back Steam Spy because transparency in statistics is extremely important for the health of an industry on to our next story and that is back to the circle of uh, silliness that is the belief that Games are the primary cause for violence in school, which brings us to Pennsylvania, where in the House uh, legislation, or I guess I guess the local government would be the best way to put it. Um, <laughs> state government would be the best way to do it. I guess the state counselor has put forward a bill, House Bill One Hundred Nine, which. Uh, proposes a 10% excise tax on violent video games. The syntax tax uh, specifically affects games that are rated mature and adult-only by the ESRB. And the money from this would tax, uh, from this tax, would fund the Digital Protection for School Safety account. Uh, that is extremely silly, but it does sort of fall under a vice tax. The same state representative. Chris Quinn put the bill forward last year and it didn't go anywhere uh, his position is firm the video games as I said are the primary cause for violence I would not put it past the ESRB to decide to change the rating system so no game <laughs> falls under mature <laughs> or adult only.
1: <laughs> that'd be such a fucking middle and if they did, did that shout
0: out you get the you get the people's respect <laughs> that, seriously
1: though that's but growing hilarious i
0: give that I'll give that if you did that I'll it Shout out, but yeah, if you like don't, like and uh, like I said, they want a little bit more money from the gaming industry, so uh, it could fall under like a vice tax that you know affects cigarettes or alcohol or whatever the right. you know case is. But uh, determine It is sort of in the in line of how you know we spoke about a couple of weeks ago how Chicago had decided to okay a video game tax so basically sony wouldn't sony ps plus users would have to pay a tax on the purchase of their membership from now on and any purchase they made on the online store and so yep, 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 yep. that is something we're going to see more of now and people are you know should be aware of it and so you know we're gonna start. We're gonna start mixing that in because before that turns around and people are paying, you know, fifteen percent on every single digital skin purchase, uh, you know, it's good to be knowledgeable and aware and be ahead of the <laughs> curve. And what better place to stay to informed understand than
1: how you're gonna be disappointed in the
0: industry? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Well, no, you're it's, be it's, disappointed it's in how the it's how you how you can you know, yeah, it's how you can stay ahead, which you know you can only find by listening to the people. Happy listening games, to Spotify. the people
1: who like games Apple saying
0: Stitcher
1: well what I was the, trying to say is uh, bug, bug, it's just bug. another way that it's going to be disappointing you, disappointing the industry and it's this kind of relates to our speaking next story, speaking of disappointments exactly, speaking of disappointments Crackdown 3 man, it's coming out very very soon if you didn't know it's coming out February 15th and,
0: but, and you probably shouldn't know it's coming out very very soon because they are trying to muffle that
1: mm mm-hmm. mhm That's true. (sighs) Crackdown 15, there's a fun, fun video on YouTube that just compares Mm -hmm. what was promised in 2015 to what is built in 2019. And let me tell you, while the graphics are so much fucking better than they were in 2015, half the capability, if not three quarters of it that they promised in 2015 is not there. So uh, Crackdown 3, if you don't remember us talking about before, was supposedly supposed to host or rather showcase the power of the cloud and offer incredible destruction destruction of the entire environment that's never been seen before in a game well the game is going to be released in two days and looking at the current gameplay that is not the case back in 2015 you could see gameplay demos of entire buildings dropping. They had the ability to shoot individual bullets into a wall, carve out a picture into the wall that would fall out and that object would have its own physics that interacted with the environment. You could destroy any building from its base and watch the whole thing collapse and affect the other buildings next to it and vice versa. Uh, not by vice versa. Um, and in a domino effect, affect the other buildings that it hit and other buildings, that kind of thing. Well, <laughs> Crackdown 3 in 2019 is not the same. You can shoot at the wall and only certain parts will break off. There are indestructible beams in the bottom of certain buildings, meaning you cannot affect the environment the way you thought you would. And really what it boils down to is that there is there is a lot of overpromising in this industry. There's a lot of hype driven in the beginning of a project, And then expectations sort of get tempered and sort of get just distilled down to what you're actually going to get as a consumer. And it's important to, uh, don't really have your hopes high. Now we've really covered this at length with this podcast, just like got to understand the industry. The people do what they do because people buy games. And if you want to have an effect on the industry, don't buy the fucking game if you're upset with what they do don't buy the game that being said the game does look fucking sweet regardless okay so i'm gonna say that and in almost every game is gonna disappoint you in some sense but just wanted to let it be known that crackdown 3 is another victim of over promising and under delivering according to this youtube video we'll know for sure in two days
0: okay oh, um uh, they slid it basically onto game pass and made it free to play from day one as a means to get people to actually play the game i'm curious to see if it has any useful updates but we'll say it's doubtful uh at the moment it looks like as we said microsoft is just thrown in the towel for this gen so whatever comes out is sort of a secondary thought process and so on to our next uh story which uh, had flown in as we covered a few months ago at this point, uh, the sort of swing in the number of lawsuits by publishers against modders and hackers in games and i thought we had covered this one which was that uh just recently a uh take two basically settled uh a or i guess won a default judgment against a cheater cheat developer the cheat known as elusive was created by a Florida man named uh I guess they didn't give his name here oh Johnny Perez and by creating the tool they say that they were irreparably harmed and claim that they demanded five hundred thousand dollars in harm which is a little bit ridiculous so basically he sold the elusive cheat online and uh, allowed uh, for 10 to $30 and made a couple of thousand dollars based on uh, I guess assumptions because he has failed to hand over any detailed financial records. He didn't respond to any of the complaints sent by Take-Two and he basically ducked and dodged and so, so silly. that's the amount maximum amount of statutory damages allowed in the federal court in which they were suing in addition to attorney's fees that's what you Uh, get man he basically shut it down the day that he was contacted by take two according to records and he offered to take all of the uh profits that he made from selling the cheat and donate it to a charity of take two's choice however they decided <laughs> They said
1: not today
0: They sir. said not, not today to mister I'll give my money to charity Why don't you show up in court And hey hey <laughs> right and like you know What happened That's a bat right to the back of this man's dome That's why he didn't show up Good oh, on man. you Mr. Perez Keep living that life Bandito to the maximum We respect it Take two, you make enough fucking money. Lay off the mans. Anyhow, <laughs> Lay
1: off the mans is
0: right. Yeah, that's all. What's up? Uh, and now I'm going to kick it to Lilo. Wrap us up. Give us the finale.
1: <sighs> Last article in this long-ass quick scope. I just want to give you a heads up. Overwatch League starting on February 14th, motherfuckers. You got season two coming out, and... Although you probably already know, if you follow the league at all, they got eight new teams, okay? Eight new teams and they got a couple new sponsors. You know, the one sponsor across the globe that is for every fucking sport out there. It's none other than your boy Coca-Cola. Hopping in the game, sponsoring the OWL season two. Be on the lookout for that. It's gonna be streaming all day on Twitch. You got 20 teams total while playing worldwide. A lot of cool new fucking graphics, a lot of cool new icons, a lot of cool new teams, new players looking for big news. Hopefully it's good for eSports. And that's all we got for uh, the end of the quiz Yeah.
0: Thank you. So that was uh, a good one. We might've run long. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. I wasn't paying attention to my talking, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to make this one a little quick for that's the cue. For solo something and over because it's always a discovery because even i don't know what i'm going to be talking about until we start this segment right here <laughs> but no for serious in a moment um i want to say a big uh or, or or you know a moment of you know i guess solidarity or my my moment of silence silence really? condolences my you know yeah. my support ascend i don't you know shout out to the people who were laid off by activision blizzard they reportedly yep. reduced eight percent of the entirety uh of their workforce uh that meant a lot of good people were laid off they have a lot of employees uh, a lot. and this a is, lot is of amid employees. a conference call in which they claim to have had their most uh profitable year reaching historic earnings at this point and so even though they had a lower than expected uh, quarter that can be due to the fact that they had a lot of costs associated with launching the overwatch league, et cetera. There was a lot more additional overhead costs than you would normally have. And so now there's a bit of bloodletting as to for what reason, I'm not particularly sure. And the manner in which they went about it, which was that rumors had been circulating and pieces of, um, you know, information was coming out that there was going to be a firing and people at the company were gathering together unsure or so crying unsure whether they were going to have their job waiting for a word from the company's president or ceo which did not come for a long time when it came it came with like an axe and so apparently you know there are the business is business but there, there's ways to handle it with integrity and in this situation very specifically, Activision Blizzard acted with none, and so you know, what can you do? But shout out to the people laid off. Hopefully, it turns out better. And to Activision Blizzard, the <sighs> fuck, man, the fuck. Learn how to learn how to learn how to work. I get the dollars, of the dollar, but you know, integrity is yeah, man. But I feel maybe that. that's just us over here. Anyway. Um, Yeah, we don't want to make this run too long, so we're just going to now run this right into a little bit of the spotlight. And
1: that's right. It's my game spotlight going from the low down to the up high, because in this particular case, there are a whole bunch of things we want to spotlight and that you probably already know about and are excited for, but we want to make sure that those people who don't have as much information as you understand... So in this particular month of February, we've had a lot of surprises and you've also got a lot of things to look forward to. So in this particular spotlight, I'm going to be highlighting the games that have come out in February and the games that are coming out very, very soon. First and foremost, you got Apex Legends. Obviously, if you haven't heard about it, I spotlighted it two weeks ago. Check it out. It's fucking awesome. It's fun. It's easy to play and it's free to play. That's the biggest thing, right? Moving forward. You got three games released on the same, sorry, four games, four big games being released in the same fucking day, okay? And this is huge. You got Far Cry New Dawn, okay? You've got Crackdown 3, you got Jump Force, and you got Metro Exodus, all released the day after Valentine's Day. So if you're single and we're crying the whole day, you can dry your tears, Whilst playing four of the most hyped games of this particular quarter, if not this year, um, I would say definitely Jump Force is something that we're going to be interested in and probably be doing a quick shout-out, shout-out, shout-out next week. Um, Our boy... Young Beezus might be joining us, and so that could be exciting, exciting, exciting. And then wrapping out the month of February of big names that I really care about personally is going to be Anthem. Anthem's coming out the 22nd. The beta has been going on, and we kind of spotlighted that before and spoke to you about it. But you got those five games coming out later this fucking month, really in two days from now and then in a week and a half from now. So a lot of games to play, not a lot of time. Be sure to check it out. Of course, you got to finish your Kingdom Hearts 3 and play some Apex Legends along the way. So realistically, that's kind of it for this spotlight. I know it's kind of lame, but we got a lot of things to look forward to. And so we're looking to do some reviews on some of those games in this next particular week. So you got anything you're looking forward to? Uh,
0: I am looking forward to Jump Force very much. Uh, D. I thought I'd get into Dragon Ball FighterZ. I did not in the manner in which I thought I would. But I'm pumped for. I'm I'm definitely pumped for Jump Force. I want to play it. I haven't I haven't tried it out just yet. But that's about uh right. that's about it. You know I still, I got a lot to play. I still got Kingdom Hearts. I still I still haven't beat fucking Red Dead. I want to play Apex. Yeah, I'm probably saving for that. that.
1: Red Dead's so long, yeah, so long. It's gonna happen. It's that's gonna. A happen.
0: Lifetime, that's a lifetime game. I'll get there eventually. I'm not worried. But anyway, uh, now. That we've covered all of uh, that, we're going to stroll over into. You already know by sound cues, but it's the final lap. We're going to be doing the AB thing. I guess we wanted to make this a relatively short episode, so I guess we're, we're going to start first with uh, a little bit of, uh, you know. What our thinking the was behind this, having two the topics, a. whereas normally we wouldn't. Uh, it allows people to get both sides of a story in terms of, you know, balancing a sort of more dry balancing analysis, a segment, really. And then talking about just games in and of themselves. And so this in particular was uh, based on, in my mind, Uh, the statement of the Sony Interactive Entertainment Worldwide Studios, that's a mouthful, chairman reflecting on how the PS3 was a stark moment of hubris in his words. And based on the fact that they had been so triumphant with the PlayStation 2, they thought that they knew what they were doing. They didn't really need to listen to anyone. Mm. And they had everything they needed. And then they learned pretty quickly that their network, this is very specifically uh, a phrase that caught my mind or caught my eye rather, and my mind, which is we reacted too slowly and our network was underdeveloped. And he mentions the price point, yes, the price point was high, but it was also the fact that the network was underdeveloped. And that is something that they are potentially going to be repeating, in in my opinion, coming into the next generation of consoles, which is why, as much as I love PS4, I'm not as bullish about PS5 as I am for Microsoft, who seems to be just looking forward and how they're going to make this work. Just Whereas fucking PlayStation- waiting. Just, they're fucking waiting. They're waiting. Man. They're waiting for this to, for, so for for the swing, and that's a that's a bleeding game. So it's like, who has, If you have enough resources, you can play a game like that. And so, dude, my I think gonna got kill these it, it in the next generation. Resources,
1: man. They're gonna fucking dominate, and yeah, I can't wait. But
0: right now, PlayStation has the exclusives, and they have the advantage and and the sort of content catalog share, for sure for the advantage. I got the market share. Oops, sorry about that. I just hit Whoa. my notepad, but uh, that. Again, it's interesting because that sort of hubris was, again, coming off the success of PS2, which was like, oh, shit, that's crazy. PS4 has sort of similar analogies in terms of its success and the way Sony was not looking forward and sort of relying on how powerful they had. I think it's sort of not to their benefit to have this late, lifetime, late like, you know, lifespan push of games that could have been, you know what I mean? It it is going to make it difficult for them to pull off something with PS5 coming out because this sort of run of PS4 games is so incredible. And that's a, a good thing a good issue to have, don't get me wrong, to be like, oh we're doing so well, it's gonna be tough to follow up. But right. that's a level of its, a that's a, a that's a form of a curse. Whereas Microsoft can be like, What's the issue? We already fucked up this time around, so anything we do that's not bad, you'll be like, damn Microsoft's doing <laughs> great, you know? Set the well, bar low is the advice okay, that ahead. we give. But speaking was, of was... setting the bar low, uh, that's I guess I guess that's all I have. <laughs> and setting the bar low is a good transition <laughs> because the bar is low in moments. I guess this is not a good transition. Anyway, onto I, I get I
1: get what you're trying to do. I thought I was going to talk about your story and then we were both going to talk about my story, the A and the B. But we're both I guess it's just like your story now and my story. What the fuck? No, no, now this we're going to transition. event, you, man, Final did lap, discussion.
0: Have, did you have a, a take on it? I didn't know cause- I- Lilo, well, as we as we're discussing you didn't, you didn't this, we're gonna talk. get we're gonna get real here. So as we're discussing it pre-show, we did not seem very enthused by it, so I was like, Alright, word, I guess we're just gonna jump over to a different topic. I so mean, I thought
1: Okay, it's called the final lab and we do a discussion. I advertised it in the talk as a discussion. Instead it was just solo discussing with himself what he thinks is gonna happen to PS5. What the fuck, man? Bro, I, just, <laughs> I just I just I just gave them all sides.
0: My side, the other side. That Yeah, right. And my <laughs> other side. I saw I just it from no, say, no, no. To quote Michael Scott, I saw it from 99 different sides. My side, Uh, his side, 98
1: different sides. All right. I would say uh, I think industry (sighs) teaches all of the competitors, and I do think that Sony is going to learn from the past. Um, One of the biggest things that I think you forgot to mention was just that We remarked on how Sony did not think, rather, Sony's COO, not COO, CFO. Someone in Sony remarked on how they did not believe that cloud gaming is going to overtake the future, whereas we know Microsoft is making that push for cloud gaming, okay? So with that being said, it's just funny to hear that um, we we think that Sony won't actually be making any moves in this next console and i just i can't see that happening because hopefully people learn from their mistakes learn from the consumers learn what they want and i do think that everything in an industry ebbs and flows so maybe ps3 is bad for them ps4 is great ps5 might hypothetically be bad but i don't know you made a lot of points i can't remark on all of them because i can't remember all of them you talked a lot for a long time and uh yeah i guess at the end of the day Xbox, please don't fuck up. Please invaluable. don't fuck up. That's really it. <laughs> please, please don't motherfucking fuck up. And, uh, all right. With those lows that come with people fucking up, we got the highs, okay? And what I wanted to talk about as the final lap was. Your motherfucking greatest comeback moments in gaming because this is what makes people like games This is part of the reason why I love them the competition all that that comes with the competitive games really And then just even fighting it in a single-player game the RPGs and stuff like that I just like I want to know what your favorite moment was and I'm gonna go first here because Sol and I uh, Have played many many games together and have had many epic moments, but I um, I'd say my favorite comeback moment has to be, rather in recent memory, has to be several Overwatch matches. Made some friends with random crews, right? Going through. And in Overwatch, if there is, competitive Overwatch specifically, if there's a time where you get the payload to the end of the map and the other team gets the payload to the end of the map, you go into OT. Well, in one of these OTs. <sighs> to end the game, to get it into overtime, our team had to push them all the way down. We had to push our payload all the way to the end and we fucking did somehow with no time remaining. So if the time runs out, but you're on the payload, you can stay there. We were only at the first checkpoint. We made it all the way to the end. That was crazy to stay alive the entire time. Somehow they stopped us for the first, let's go, first fifth of the map. And then we continued on all the way to the end. Got it to OT, that's great. Then we had to compete. And we stopped them immediately and then ended up proceeding to push our payload all the way and got that comeback. It's like those feelings in these games that just make it so fucking worth it, man. So worth it. I'd say, ah, man, I have so many other ones, one particularly with you, Solo. I was talking about it before the show. Fucking Fortnite, man. We played Fortnite the first win we got together. I got seven kills. I was carrying the squad. Solo had one kill. Okay. False. We False go what down what to the end. We somehow make a little fort. Go down the end. It's one dude. We know it's one dude. This dude fucks Solo up and kills him right away. It's just After me. Leaving, one damage. Uh, oh my god. He I had one
0: kill and six assists. One, yeah,
1: right. Get, Get out it. of here. Get it. Get it. He did have one kill. Oh my god. And, uh, Going through, he did that damage to this guy, and I'm like, I can't fucking lose. I had no health, I couldn't heal myself, I had nothing. This dude just happens to drop. And the fortunate thing is that Solo didn't actually get killed, get killed. So I will credit him in this. The guy knocked him down, but Solo could tell me where he was. He's like, he's right around the corner. He's right around the corner. He's dropping, he's dropping. The dude drops right on top of me and he lands right in front of me. And I just happened to pull the trigger before him, I guess, with the shotgun, shoot him in the face and we won. And that was our first battle royale. That feeling of like elation and, and like just really just like, Relief it was just so huge. I can't even I can't even articulate it. It's one of those things like when you get a chicken dinner, it's great. But when you get a chicken dinner and you don't think you should have, that was even greater. You you got any fun moments? I mean, like I'm, I'm going to sure say, it, it so it. Um,
0: Because we're, we're trying to keep it under an hour, we're gonna we're gonna chase back to one of our favorite gaming moments, which the the memories of the specifics are obscure, but it was. Lilo and I back in 06 back in high school days uh, (laughs) were playing FIFA World Cup 06 and if you remember or ever played that game there was a shooting mechanism that's similar to the one they have in FIFA 19 which is like a power bar but the power bar system was broken because this was Xbox 360 or Xbox it was 360
1: It it was PS2 it was actually PS2 no no it was Xbox
0: 360 for that one was it yeah that was definitely xbox 360 oh, shit, okay all and right so then let's we, just go
1: 360
0: and then having uh the shot if you hit it at a certain percentage you automatically hit the shot every time bar none there's nothing mm-hmm. that could be done and going upper 90 baby upper 90 upper 90 every time and <laughs> seriously we ended up you know, in a game that we, you know, was a little tougher than expected. I guess it was online. I don't know, Who knows? All we know is that we were... I think we it were,
1: had to be. I think it had to be online. Like, that's... We, that's I, the I, only question. I, all I remember
0: is that I accidentally made a defensive mistake and the other team tied the game with 90... In the, in the 90th, 90th minute. minute. In the 90th minute. In the 90th minute. minute. Like, that's it. They're like, you know, and if you've ever played the old FIFA's, it didn't give you an actual timer and the plus uh, you know, in the plus, it didn't give you like a, like a four minute counter. It just was said like plus four. And the second you like played it, it was over. Like there was yeah. no yeah, yeah, yeah. reason to any of it. The acceleration and, is there. Oh God. Uh, all of a sudden, yeah, a, this generation's well spoiled. They don't remember back in the day when it was just arbitrary, arbitrary mm-hmm. time. with it's arbitrary. like plus two, plus
1: three. Like what does that mean? I don't know. You just fucking <laughs> play.
0: Plus two with 30 seconds or plus one with eight minutes. Who knows? But we ended up getting, you know, one, one, the last sort of, uh, you know, start and we, you know, we, 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 we made what we de- Dubbed the miracle run, which was, was
1: the craziest sp- thing.
0: Straight, ever... Oh my God. That straight was so to the middle run sweet. with a goal. This is like six in the morning after like 12 hours of just nonstop playing. Just We're gaming. delusional at this point. Oh my God. And fucking it awesome. was one of those triumphant moments, which is why we got into this of, 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 Gaming allowing you to sort of experience those sort of competitive emotions of a victory, you know? Yes. It is a joy. It is like a literal joy that is very hard to explain. And that's why we do
1: it, man. That's, why that's exactly why we do it. Those those moments. I mean, that joy that you get from gaming, in it's any,
0: like, any manner, competitive gaming or a single player. Exactly, and, solo. Like you know, the
1: alternative would be if you ever beat a hard boss. Like that's the that's the next thing I would say. Send hard us level some of your compete.
0: favorites. Absolutely, absolutely. And At I people think... like games. <laughs> At people like games, because that's what this is about. It's our stories, your stories, the community. So, you know, I guess we're going to wrap it up on that note, which is uh, the fact that, you know, Lilo's microphone has given out, so I'm here uh just playing the spot Paris just taking over Lilo's position because one of us is responsible I'm actually going to keep in the sort of scrambling noise that you hear on my end because that's usually what I assume all the listeners hear anyway and he can't hear me anyway which is the best part oh man it's beautiful so I'm basically rolling out like I want to uh anyway I'm just talking for no reason at this point uh that was the show we hope you enjoyed. Down the rabbit hole on data mining. This at uh this coming week that will happen. I will have a Twitter account as well. Don't forget Smash Tournament, Smash Smash, Smash, February 24th in Huntington. If you're around, I got the event break. And that's about it. (laughs) Since we were back, I hope I don't have to cut this in a different sort of weird way. Editing. Oh, if not, well, I guess Lilo has not come back. Anyway, have a great night, everybody.